In this episode, Fernando Vives, Chief Commercial Officer at NH Hotels, discusses the evolution of revenue management from the earliest days to the opportunity today, something he calls bionic revenue strategy, which is all about combining the best of human intuition with the power of artificial intelligence. Listen to learn how this approach is not only revolutionizing pricing strategies in hospitality, but is also significantly enhancing customer satisfaction and creating a more personalized guest experience. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. What parts of revenue management or dynamic pricing are most interesting for you right now? Well, I think there are many aspects, but I've seen the whole transition on how revenue management has evolved. Taking into account that I became a revenue manager in the year 2001, nobody knew what revenue management was. So I was saying, I do like what uh, airlines do. I move prices because then people say, oh, so you are working at this hotel and you're the revenue manager. Uh, ref what? And I say, I'm the guy who's fluctuating the prices just to make the explanation more simplistic. So I've moved from having basically no technology. Excel was our revenue management system. Uh, we didn't have any benchmark data or we had to go into the internet or not even the internet. It was the GDSs where we had to try to find rates. Actually, we had a conversation with Jan Kisera, president of Amadeus Hospitality. Uh, I asked him for a report that TravelClick had in the year 2000 that was called the Facer Report. That was one of our first revenue management tools or reports to be able to do benchmarking against the competition. And actually, that report was meant to see if your CRS and GDS had seamless connectivity and if the rates were the same between the CRS and the GDS. With that, of course, there has been a whole transition into where we are today. And I think where we are today is one of those moments in time where there is going to be a big change in the discipline of revenue management. If there is a discipline that is going to be impacted by technology today, it's going to be 100% is going to be revenue management. And you see on how technology is evolving in terms of prices. You see all the data that it's available for a revenue manager in order to improve the decision-making process. When you look at the trends of the demand, how it is behaving, the strength of the different segments, the distribution channels. So for sure, revenue management is going to be one of those. That is going to impact many other disciplines. So if you say, how do I see the future and revenue management? I see, now I call it internally, bionic revenue management. Well, actually, I internally at an age, we started using this term and I had to avoid using it because people thought that we were like dreaming or, oh, bionic, it looks like this movie from Tom Cruise, no? And uh, we said, no, 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 this is very simple. Bionic means the combination of the human and the machine. And what we see is how these two worlds of the artificial intelligence and the human intelligence, they are going to come all together and being able to drive a different way of applying revenue management. So oh, that's going to have a huge impact on oh, how we see, oh, you were talking about dynamic pricing 100%. Dynamic pricing today is how many people do it. You are basically, it's a commodity today. It depends on how fast you can adapt your prices, those dynamic rates. So time to market will for sure be the name of the game. And whoever is able to have the best human power and the best technology 
the combination of these two factors, not, not only one of those, because if you have the human power, if you have the talent, but you don't have the technology, you will be missing one piece. If you only have the technology, but you don't have the adoption, and you don't have the human who's able to drive, to pilot that technology, you will not create that, comp that competitive advantage. But if you are able to get good at these two at the same time, you will gain for sure a competitive advantage thanks to a better time to market, having the best price, having the best strategy in place, being able to influence, and this is how I see the role of revenue managers, which is the control tower of the hotel, of the commercial discipline, saying this is where we need to go. This is what we should do. These are the segments that we need to push in this specific, uh, in this specific periods. And this is the price that we need to have to be able to optimize our revenues. So I think we are living on a very exciting times. And whoever is not following on a daily basis, and this is something that I say to my team, see, you guys, you need to invest minimum 10, 15 minutes daily looking at what's happening today in the market. How is technology evolving? How is, are you playing with ChatGPT? How, how are you using the technology, this technology? Are you getting ideas on how this is going to impact your discipline? Not only in revenue management, sales, distribution, marketing, e-commerce. I mean, all these areas, business intelligence, 100%. And uh, being able, in the end, to adapt our processes. So I think it's, um, it's very exciting times. I want to come back to an element of this, but I think for people maybe that work outside of a commercial function, um, I'm curious just from the guest perspective, how our listeners can be smart about pricing and monetization without losing customer goodwill and it feeling like people are, are nickel and dime or it degrades the guest experience. Is, is there a way to balance both what's best for the business financially with pricing and still retain guest yeah. satisfaction? Absolutely, 100%. And I think how technology is going to evolve in the future and is going to impact in terms of quality and, and guest satisfaction is what we are calling hyper-personalization. And this is something that it has been, I mean, people have been talking about personalization since years, but we didn't have the technology to be able to do it. But when you combine, again, the human intelligence class called the artificial intelligence, you combine these two factors with human intelligence, behavioral economics. When you look at how we can influence the consumer, how we can actually translate what we are doing, how we are pricing to the consumer into a different way. If you combine these two factors, then it becomes very powerful and customer satisfaction is going to increase 100%. I'll give you an example. If we would translate this to a name, this is called attribute-based selling. So when we talk about attribute-based selling means how can we, instead of selling all the different room types, and trust me, in the year 2000, we were innovating on differentiating the product with different room types so that you could yield your products. We became very sophisticated from 2010, 2015 with the hotels. You know, revenue managers were visiting every room type saying, oh, I can differentiate this. This is premium with balcony. This is premium with sea view. This is the grand premium. And then trying to add attributes so that we could split the product on different products themselves so that consumers would be able to purchase in the end with a higher, giving to the hotel a higher reward. And in the end, it was translated as well on a better customer satisfaction because then you were allowing the customer to choose exactly the product that they needed. Now, where we are going to the future is that there are, we do not need room times any longer. I mean, what we should do is we should ask the consumer, 
What do you want to do? So you're coming to my hotel. Do you want a room? 100%. What do you want now? Do you want views? Do you want to be away from the uh, from the elevator? Do you want to have an espresso machine in the room? Do you want a king-size bed? Do, 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 they come, do you want breakfast? Do you want half-born? If it's a resort, do you want all-inclusive? And then by that combination of factors, then you are showing to the consumer exactly what they want. And by that, you will improve customer satisfaction. There are certain hotels where actually consumers will not want cheapest room. They will want actually the most expensive. This happens mostly when you are moving your, uh, into the upper upscale and the luxury segment. No? Where we're going to, and again, I'm going back to behavioral economics, we're going to uh, a world where we will showcase to the consumer who say, listen, this is the most old, old room type. This is the one that I recommend to you. You're part of my LT program. I know what you booked before. I know who you are, or somehow I'm able to anticipate what you might like to. And then this is what is the best. So you have the three options. And then based on that, then you will be able to drill down and look at all the different room types. So of course, there is always a fight whenever you do these things with our e-commerce teams on, on uh, what's good and what looks good and what converts. Uh, but in the end, I think that we're going to get to that point where we will be able to completely change the customer experience from the booking perspective. And again, if the booking experience is what the customer expects and wants, their customer experience at the hotel, from the revenue management perspective, the distribution perspective, commercial perspective, will be improved as well because they will have exactly what they want when they book the hotel and when they arrive. You mentioned a powerful question that I think is interesting in thinking about commercial strategy, but also just providing hospitality. And that is, what do you want, right? It's a very simple question, but it's really interesting to think about this, not just in a perspective of designing a guest experience or providing service, but what does it look like on the commercial side or merchandising your rooms or your various offerings? And I think you touched on earlier, some of the notion of personalization and segmentation are not brand new concepts, but this is new from a technology perspective. And, you know, I know in revenue management, we've been looking at data sets, whether it's events or weather or these kind of ancillary data sets is, is kind of fused in. But now it seems that breakthroughs in artificial intelligence and machine learning, uh, again, not a brand new concept, but it seems the capabilities of this are enabling this type of hyper-personalization hyper that we've never been able to deliver on before. So it's an exciting time. I agree. Yeah, 100%. Great hospitality providers know that every touchpoint matters a lot, so they spend a lot of time making sure that each interaction better serves their guests and makes life easier for their teams. If you'd like to operate this way, I suggest you check out Sojourn. They've built a reputation as the market leader in helping hotels and resorts earn direct bookings through digital advertising over the years. And more recently, they've expanded into offering a complete suite of guest experience solutions, including an AI smart concierge, reputation manager, and guest marketing suite. I've been working with Sojourn for years now, and everything from the way their technology is built to the talented experts they have on staff makes it no surprise that when I talk with people about technology, Sojourn comes up again and again. Hospitality providers love them. If you'd like to learn more about how Sojourn can help you better engage your guests and drive more profitable direct bookings, visit Sojourn.com. That's S-O-J-E-R-N.com. 
Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 